All right, here we go. Just an old-fashioned you and I having fun. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the movies. Say hello to my little friend. The philosophy. Carpe diem. Seize the day. And the camaraderie. I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. Hey, it's your weekly podcast, pals, right here, broadcasting to you live from St. Petersburg, Florida. I'm here across the hallway from my good buddy, Sean Daly. Uh, it's an old-fashioned sausage hang. Do your hillbilly dance. Come on, do it. I'm on. Yes, today it's just the two of us. The two of us. Handsome, sweaty, but just talking. Um, and today we're talking about the one-hit wonders of 1987. Right. So anyone who thought that we were just going to do an entire show about Buster Poindexter, it's okay. You can listen to the rest of the show. That's the only piece of it we're going to play. Just a quick uh, refresher here on how the one-hit wonders show work. Yes, refresh me, Steve. Yes. <laughs> Whoosh. The, if uh, you were a girl, would you date me? Yeah, but you'd probably get annoying after about <laughs> like three or four dates, you know. You're right. I can imagine your your. Bed I'd probably put out on the first date though. Yeah, in fact, I pretty much guarantee it. Yeah, but you know what would be annoying though? I would imagine that your bed play involves your sense of humor as well, and that you'd be sitting there like going, you know, you know, playing games with my nipples or <laughs> oh, skipping, skipping quarters. I have my, my patented uh, move in the boudoir is the hover, in which I kind of hover, <laughs> <laughs> hover above you, you seductively. <laughs> It was the name of that movie with Barbara Hershey where she's like getting fondled by an invisible force. Do you remember that one? What no. was that called? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All I right. Remind it. them. We got a little bit, just a little bit off topic, but remind them <laughs> how this works. Hey, we're only going to discuss uh, hits that were considered to be one-hit wonders in the year 1987. So uh, I can't believe you have U2 on here. Yeah. Never heard of him since. <laughs> it's a shame that... that uh, that Bono character could have really been <laughs> yes. something, you know? It's pronounced Bono. Oh, is it? Yeah. He's, he's, he's French, right? <laughs> he is. We. Oui. Uh, it's not necessarily our list of one-hit wonders. These are, these are uh, songs that we found on lists around the internet that are considered one-hit wonders. So obviously, in some countries, you're going to be very angry at us. You know, Australia, as usual. I mean... Uh, How many of these songs do you think all know? Eh, about half of them. All right, good. So uh, we'll play them one by one. We don't even know necessarily what order they're coming in. It's crazy. They come at us fast, and uh, we'll react afterwards. Uh, as always, we still have the name that '80s tune, name that movie can quote. We, can we discuss Buster Poindexter for a second? We have for to. Second? We have to. Uh, AKA uh, David Johansson, who was in the band The New York Dolls. You know, The New York Dolls is one of those bands when you're a music critic. Somehow, I'm supposed to like The New York Dolls. I must love them, and Trump. Trumpet their 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 pop culture significance when in fact I don't really give a shit about the New York Dolls or television. Is that where your story ends? No. Uh, our our good friend Chase Squires, former TV genius critic of the St. Petersburg Times, says this about the song "Hot Hot Hot" by Buster Poindexter. 
If you've ever gone on a cruise, you'll instantly associate hot, hot, hot with everything quote-unquote cruise-ish. From the line outside the dining room to the annoying pool games, the cruise director foists on those lame enough to get pegged as being too lame to turn down a game of egg toss. I hate that song. Let me just add something that um, I'm the egg toss guy. I was on a cruise once. Uh, we talked about this the other day. I was on the worst cruise line in the world called Costa Romanica. I don't even know if it still exists. It was terrible. They had one little like postage stamp stamp size pool, and it was like it, it was terrible. The food was bad. I mean, one night like the everyone was talking about. Yeah, I went on the cruise. I got lobster and I got caviar, and I had people you know massaging me and, and all this great stuff. <laughs> I swear to God, one night they served a tortilla and cold baked beans. As, I mean, it was there. It was like it was almost a parody of of a shitty cruise line. So uh, they also lose the forever fiance's luggage. So I'm stuck in a closet with this woman who is enraged for like five days. So she's pissed off at the whole thing, and I'm trying to salvage this cruise by having fun, by being Clark Griswold, you know, really trying to come on, you know. So anyway, they had this big water basketball tournament, okay, in which, you know, I have, I, I'm like, yeah, I'll play in it. And I get, like, these two little kids on my team, you know, and here I am, and I got these two kids, one of whom can't swim. And right. so he's clinging to the side of the pool because he, he can't, you know, and I should say that Hot 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 is playing constantly. <laughs> so that's your soundtrack. But anyway... My first round draw in the basketball basketball tournament is these three Teutonic monster guys, like perfect people with blonde hair, ripped muscles. And my mom, who was also on the cruise, there were some other family members. She's like, ooh, the German guys, they're so beautiful. I'm like, what are you doing, mom? You're not even rooting for me. And I got the one kid like doggy paddling drown, and the other kid's clinging to the side of the pool. And I got to play the Teutonic guys. Yeah, we will break you. And so they're doing dunks, and they're like dunking my kids. They're like Lawing at me, and my mom's like, Woo, go, go, German guys. I'm like, Shut up, mom, root for me. I'm your son. I think we lost like 15 nothing. That was terrible. <laughs> really, my mom was like, Ooh, they're so beautiful and tan. Goddamn German bastards. You know, I go on a cruise next week. I know you do. Five days. And you'll probably have fun. And you'll, you won't go on Costa Romanica. You'll go on what? What is What is it? Royal, Carnival? Royal Caribbean. And what, they have like lobster every night and oh, filet yeah, mignon. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Probably got eight pools and water slides and, and pretty girls and hula skirts. No Germans. No Germans allowed. Yeah. That's the thing I like about the World Caribbean. No, <laughs> no Germans allowed. Krautless. You have a little saying in mention. Get the f out of here. Anyway, I, I, that was a terrible experience. It was awful. Awful experience. I'm done. God, I'm done ranting. I never, hot, I never hot, thought hot. a song. I never thought a song. The one time I agree with Chase Squires. Uh, it's not the only time. All right, hit me with some of these songs. Hit okay. me with some of these 1987 one-hit wonders. I shall cue up the next victim. Okay. What do you think of that? You do like that song. I do. I've always kind of liked that song. I didn't like that girl's hair. Can you tell me what that girl's name was? And Tapau? Carol Decker, my friend. Tapau's Carol Decker. She still performs under the name Tapau. Why wouldn't you? 
Yeah, I know. What did you think of that song? Uh, you know, I had a good chorus. I like that chorus. She sings the shit out of it. I mean, there's no question about it. Uh, of all the songs that you're going to hear today, it's not my least favorite. <laughs> you know, there are some are there some dogs on here. Yeah, you know, it's it's with angst that we start to approach the end of the decade as far as some of these one-hit wonders go, because we're really starting to get to some of the dogs of the decade. And some of the reasons that I mean, you can start to feel the influence of the '90s. You know, bearing down. You know, just raining all over my uh, your life, my life. Yes, I see a, a kind of a sea change in you as well, Steve Spears. Steve Spears, what, you like? You were like twenty in nineteen eighty-seven, right? Right. Look, I'm being nice this time. Yeah, very nice. Because I can see you're already starting as we we get closer to the nineties. You're getting more and more uncomfortable in your own skin because your salad days are getting further and further away from you. Yes. Yes. Well, keep in mind, this is my last couple of years of college. The last thing I'm doing right now is listening to the radio. You know, I mean, uh, that and the fact that, you know, I think... The last thing you're doing is listening to the radio. Right. And the first thing you're doing is... <laughs> Just making that sound. Yeah. <laughs> really irritated the shit out of my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, now you're going to hear a couple songs on here that you're going to just wish were never hits to begin with, and I'm. Sorry what happens in '88 and '89? Did you? I don't even want to know. I don't even want to oh, know. Jeez, I can really. It's it's bad. Some of these are songs very here are very special. Are, are, stuck are, are in the '80s. Steve, did you know where Tapau got their name from? Uh, I do, but refreshing my memory. They took their name from a Star Trek Vulcan character. Tapau, I think, is the leader of the Vulcans, isn't she? She's their spiritual leader. Uh, so it's, 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 it's a broad, right? I think she's Chick, the one who sits dam- uh, damsel Kirk against Spock. You know when they have to fight. When Do some of your Star Trek lines. Going. Star Trek lines. Come on, you always say them. Do it. Come. Yeah, get up on the mic and say it again. Oh, I'll blow out the mic. <laughs> Revenge is a b- dish best served cold. <laughs> it's very cold. Do more, more, in more. Space. <laughs> I love when you do your Kirk, Star Trek. my old friend, you're still alive. Kirk, you're still alive, my old friend. Yeah, that's good. Oh, now I'm that's into good. it. Oh, now I'm ready to podcast, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. I'm feeling a little funky, Sean. Are you ready for a trip down uh, memory lane? Yes. Won't you take me to a funky town? Won't you take me to a funky town? Won't you take me to... There we go, my friend. Ah, that's a little to pow, to pow. I jacked you so up, so up. There's the '80s for you, my friend. We're back in it. Do you feel better? I feel a little bit better. Thanks for the Star Trek thing. That really helps. I think this whole thing of you like trying to cling to the '80s, not you as a young Spears, you know, is fascinating. But this song by Pseudo Echo, Funky Town, has brought you back. I like it. I mean, I know it's a cover song. And I know that uh, deep down in Australia, people are quite pissed off at us for calling them a one-hit wonder. In fact, we got a comment ahead of time from somebody down there. I totally I agree with Australia. I agree with my friends down under. I mean, come on. You kidding. Pseudo Echo had Don't Go, Try, Living in a Dream. What are those? Are those not hits? Not here in the U.S. They weren't. And thank you for reading off the notes that I gave you prior to the show. <laughs> Australian kiss ass. That'd be a good band name too. Australian kiss ass. You're just trying to make that's a good the- sex move too. Just to- After I do the hover, I do the Australian kiss ass. 
You're just trying to make it for the fact that the entire nation of Canada still hates you. <laughs> That's hey, I wear that as a badge of pride. Oh. Tell us a little bit about Pseudo Echo, Steve. Pseudo Echo is uh Would you call them a new romantic band? I would. You know and you know who else they remind me of? Who? This little band. <laughs> ah, I just I wanna kill you. I just wanna punch your face. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just go ahead and play a booga da booga da booga da? Oh, I just want to smash the glass in. I hate you. <laughs> I'd never do the hover on you. I'd never be playful in bed with you and play with your nipples. I'd be mean and forceful. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> All right. All right. Get, you know, get yourself together. Get over your giddiness. Stop picturing me naked. <laughs> I want to hear another song. Hit me with another song. Here we go. Am I living in a box? Am I living in a cardboard box? Am I living in a box? Am I living in a cardboard box? Am I living in a box? There you go, Sean Q. Daly. So is that living in a box? Is that some sort of political statement? Like, you know, something for the homeless? I don't think so. I'm living in a cardboard box? I think it's what else to, could it mean? I don't know. I think it's safe to say that this, these band members are now living in a cardboard box. <laughs> really? Those residuals stopped coming nah, in? Yeah, I don't think. Uh, 1985, Living in a Box was formed in Sheffield, England. And uh, some people would argue they might be one of the most ultimate one-hit wonders of the 80s because how many of the bands from the 80s name their signature song after their bands? So they almost knew. Yeah, we're gonna be one and done. Yeah, yeah, kind of like stuck in the eighties. I like that song. It's got a good sound to it. I might go buy it on iTunes this evening. Well, I'm I'm sure they would appreciate that. (laughs) I want to get them out of the box and into the penthouse. The penthouse. Here we go. Okay, next song. I'm afraid to say is one of the very reasons why I hate the year 1987. I will play it under protest. I will not be listening. Ready? Yes. That reminds me of a young man by the name of Harold Faltermeyer, but it is not Harold Faltermeyer, is it? No. You're listening to the uh, painful twangs of Company B. Uh, I wish there was some twang on there. (laughs) That's pretty Uh, bad. A uh, dance pop trio formed in 1986 with uh, Cuban-American producer Ish Ledesma and featuring Lori L. and Leslie Lavrano and Susan Johnson, who by far has the most dull name of the band. (laughs) The, I'm surprised you hate this song, though. I hate this song. Because that keyboard sound is, like, uh, you know, inherently 80s. There's nothing, there's nothing, there's no instruments. <laughs> I think that played over the credit sequence in Morgan Stewart's Coming Home. It did not. You don't like Morgan Stewart's Coming Home? We'll talk about John Cryer God. off the air. <laughs> Do I offend? Anyway, uh, Company B's song is actually considered to be one of the uh, dance floor classics of all time, which right there kind of says everything that needs to be said about it. I'm a strict no dance guy. I do like the name Ishla Desma, though. It does sound kind of nice. Ishla Desma. Okay, another song. Here we go. We all need somebody to lean on. Lean on me. When you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. Lean on me. 
that, Sean Daly, Lean On Me by Club Nouveau. Excellent tune. Definitely on my list of uh, favorite songs from 87. From the movie by the same name. Right, with Morgan Freeman in it. Yeah, what was the big thing? I'm Batman, remember? Yeah, there was those high school principal, Joe Clark. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Joe Clark. Yeah, he, that's, you know, Morgan Freeman had some pretty good stuff in the 80s. Uh, I think everyone thinks of him more of a 90s guy because of you know, Shawshank and all that right. stuff. But, uh, well, my, here's what I, th- I think about a young woman by the name of Jamie Yerger. Yeah, her you, name's Jamie Yerger. I just want to stop, stop you right here and just say, I don't know where you come up with the last names. <laughs> what are you talking about? These are real people. You have Diffenball, Yerger. Molly Sherman was normal. Yeah, that was normal. Well, didn't you have somebody else? Oh, I'm sure I did. God, they're all weird. Trina Strum from Norway. Yeah. Mama, no. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead with your story. Jamie Yerger. I think we all have somebody in our life, uh, somebody we dated, who we dated because they kind of look like you. <laughs> and Jamie Yerger, who is a, a lovely uh, young woman, uh, uh, kind of sexy, a cheerleader, um, a bit of a gossip, but also a flirt. And Jamie and I, and uh, 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 very curvy, I should say. Jeremy, Jamie's the kind of person who might sue me now, so I don't <laughs> want to say anything bad. But Jamie used to sing this song. I remember her like kind of uh, bouncing around in the hallway. But Jamie and I, I think we were attracted to each other. I think we had some hot makeout se- sessions because we kind of looked at each other, or looked at each other because we kind of looked like each other. You know? Have you, have you ever dated anyone that looked like you? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, if I saw no, one... it's like when John Stamos dated uh, Paul Abdul. Didn't they date? They kind of look alike. Yeah. Maybe I, I'm I getting you, them. No, I see where you're going with it. And I think that it was a narcissistic thing. Like, I wanted to know what it's like to make out with myself. <laughs> and now I, in a way, I find that out every night. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, Jamie Yerger, I hope she's doing well. She was pretty. She was pretty sexy, too. We made out on the beach in Ocean City, Maryland. To this song? <sighs> Maybe. Are you still in high know. school at this point? Yeah, I'm still in high school. I was a junior. Camp Hill High School. And this Lean On Me was like the unofficial anthem of Camp Hill High School as well. It was a huge hit. Huge hit in Camp Hill, PA. So it's sort of social. Demented and sad, but social. If I could tear you away from uh, Jamie Yogurt or whatever her name is. Hey, it's Jamie Yerger. Okay. Damn you, making fun of the names. So Jamie Yoplay (laughs) is... uh, (laughs) Hell of a makeout girl who looks exactly like Sean Daly, which me with uh, bigger boobs. I'm never gonna want to kiss anybody again after this show. But uh, let me tell you how I do the hover. <laughs> Go into the hover again. <laughs> I should give a step by step. And then I should also teach people how to do the dance of the seven buttons. My patented uh, <laughs> move of seduction. I've talked about the dance of the seven no, buttons before. No. All right, keep going. Give me another song. Something to inspire the uh, dance of the seven buttons? Yes. This one should do the trick. Hang the sign up on the door. Say, don't disturb this Who is that? Uh, supposedly the system. I've never heard that song. I've never heard that song before in my life. Me neither. I, I'm confident saying that right now. You kind of remember Go West a little bit. Yeah. What not, year was Go West? Well, like we close the, our about eyes. This year. About really? This year. How come? I guess they. Are you going to give really them more hits than? Yeah, one? I, I, I'm going to say they had more than one hit. I loved Go West. They were okay. 
We close our eyes, Steve Spears. When Sean does the hover. <laughs> Speaking of that, the song is called Don't Disturb the Groove or Don't Disturb This Groove. American Sith Pop Band. You know who they kind of remind me of? Someone sh- <laughs> Who? I'm sorry, who? I just, I just gotta hit you. Stop it! <laughs> oh, God, I hate that song. God! Oh, kick enough, man. <laughs> All right, we're loose today, baby. We're loose. I love oh, it. Hey, no content. Content yay, 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 yay. A lot of content. All right, uh, you know, let's just do this. Who in the hell are the system? Uh, suppose it's a terrible band name, too, the system. Two, uh, two members, Mick Murphy, great name, David Frank, not so great. Formed in uh, 82 in New York. Uh, also famous for the song Rock and Roll Me Again from the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. I, I love that soundtrack, but I don't remember. I don't remember that song either. I looked for it last night. I cannot find it. But uh, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to give them a... Uh, they also have the number 23 song, uh, I guess at one point in the R&B chart, for the title uh, track from Coming to America. Coming to America. That's not it. Coast to coast. <laughs> Nation to nation. Oh, man. But they've also done a lot of work with other bands, including uh, Phil Collins, Chaka Khan. Chaka Shock, uh, Shock, Khan. Screedy Politi. Yep. So uh, you could say that they're one-hit wonders, but I don't think they really mind that much. This next band, on the other hand, eh, might mind it a little bit. Swing out, sister, oh, baby. God, that song sucks. That song's not even. I, it's just. I only know it, it does nothing. Absolutely nothing for me. You know, I have fonder memories of it, and I listen to it now, and nothing comes to me. Nothing. It's just like a. It's a nothing. It does nothing for anybody. I, I mean, are, is it just me, or are these songs starting to sound the same over and over again? Yeah. I mean, this is why I don't like the late '80s. This is why you know I'd moved on to better music at this point. But uh, who were you dating in 1987? Oh, God. Nami Nami. No, I would have. No, because that was that's right. Nummy Nummy was Genesis. Yeah. So I would have rebounded off her. I'd be dating a uh, rebounded. Yeah, take that, Nummy Nummy. I'm uh, rebounding. Uh, boing 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 boing. Where am I gonna land? Where am I gonna land? God, her sorority sister. I landed on, squarely on top of her. <laughs> wow, you oh, yeah. saucy bitch. Okay, ready. Uh, Commander Jeff in Cuba has something to say about Swing Out Sister. Read away. Breakout was totally my song in the fall of 1987. My friend Bob and I took this massive road trip across remote stretches of the American West in October 1987. And because our crappy rental car didn't have a tape deck, we had to catch our entertainment off of the radio. We were so in love with Swing Out Sister that we would just hit the scan button on the radio and drive for hours listening to random five-second bursts of music until we heard those distinctive jazz pop strains and cheesy synth horns. Then we bliss out for three minutes before going back to listen to what I call Tourette's Radio. That's the power of music. That's a disturbing letter from <laughs> Jeff in Cuba. I'm, thanks. I'm going to let you say that. <laughs> uh, Jeff, Jeff has access to nuclear weapons. Yeah, he does. So, But uh, no. Um, hmm. 
Come on, Steve, say it. Mm. Say it. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Mm. Jeff and Cuba always gives me shit for stuff, like the Humpty Dance. No one liked my my. That's uh, a bad. That was a bad pick. Uh, it's not. It's a great song. That bass. If you don't know what we're talking about, and and by all means, I hope you don't. Go back and listen to our New Year's Eve playlist show where uh, Sean uh, desecrates the 80s by picking the Humpty Dance as oh, so one of his three songs he would play on New Year's Eve. And yet, I, Stephanie Hayes, who was also our, our guest host, wanted you to come to her party after you said that, and not me, after I gave the far superior answer of the call, The Walls Came Down, which everybody on my blog agreed was a much better pick. Yeah, you had kind of like this call frenzy. Everyone voted me as the worst... DJ at a New Year's Eve party, but Stephanie, most people said she had the best list, and her list was. Um, oh, I, I disagree with Prince's this. Kiss, right? Nine uh, Nine Luft Balloons and the Rebel Yell and the Rebel Yell with that great uh, guitar solo by Steve Stevens. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. So Jeff, I don't know what to say. You're. Uh, I love you, Jeff. You're I don't somewhere know what your in between. Is with Prince, Jeff. What's your uh, problem with Jeff, Steve? No Jeff with Cuba Jeff. rocks. First Australia, now Cuba. <laughs> You're going to do the hover over any other continent? <laughs> I'm hovering. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, uh, what could possibly await us further down the list of the one-hit wonders of 1987? Cue it up. Meister. You know one. You know a little Shondelli trivia. Uh, yeah, please hit me with something. Save I have. Me. I have never seen Dirty Dancing. How is that possible? I've never seen it. You've never seen ET, dude. I'm not all the way through. I've seen like the important scenes. Don't lie now. Don't lie just for uh, podcast purposes. I never saw the Goonies either. Yeah, well, that's more excusable. Why? Because ET is like an American so touchstone. Is, well, so is uh, Gone with the Wind. I never saw that. You've never seen Gone with the Wind? Don't tell me were how you, it ends. Were you a commie? <laughs> well, anyway, Patrick Swayze. Uh, I'd like to interview him for Stuck in the 80s, though. I, I mean, we might mock his song. It's not the worst song of the 80s sung by an actor. I just have to say that goes with Heartbeat by Don Johnson. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is good. I mean, it's really hard to beat that one. So, I mean, this one, you know, eh, it doesn't fit the soundtrack at all to the movie, uh, it's, which is based in the 60s. Um, Swayze would be a great interview. Red Dawn... Even that stupid Red Dawn. Oh, I got the two disc special edition set for Christmas. <laughs> oh, that's nice. It's Merry nice. Christmas, Steve. Oh Spears. man, I was I was hugging it like a teddy bear. Would you make out with Patrick Swayze for a hundred dollars? Oh yeah, for fifty dollars. <laughs> Are you kidding me? He uh, he actually won the Golden Globe Award, uh, or I think he won a nomination for the for the role he played as. Uh... Yeah, but Golden Globe, everybody gets a nominee. You right. were nominated last year. I know. You know, imagine my surprise when I didn't win. I had this feature in and everything. <laughs> the uh, the song She's Like the Window was actually co-written with uh, the intention of being in the movie Granville, USA. And didn't make the cut there, so it ends up getting used in Dirty Dancing, which I would say easily one of the most 
overrated movies of the 80s. I love this. The song became a top 10 hit and has been covered by other artists such as David Hasselhoff. I know. That's like Curse of Death, right? That's like, (laughs) oh, God, Hasselhoff. Uh, We take a break from the Hasselhoff bashing for a little episode we like to call Reader Mailbag. Or Sean rubs his nipples. Um, we have Clockwise today, I should note. Yes. We have a letter uh, pertaining to the emotional power of She's Like the Wind. Would you like to hear that letter? I think we must hear that letter. This is from our good friend Ed. And here's Ed's letter. Hey, Steve and Sean. I saw your recent blog item and have to confess that sadly, She's Like the Wind features quite prominently on my iPod. I know it's just dreck, but to borrow Sean's expression, the song is ingrained in my DNA. It will always remind me of a slow dance with a girl named Jenny, a cute little blonde with whom I danced and made out with through this song in a barn. Awesome. <laughs> I, I never made out in a barn. That'd be awesome. Still Doing my... it in the hay. Or just making that noise in the hay. <laughs> hey, Sean, could you get out of there? I'm trying to do something here. <laughs> Uh, uh, I made out with this, uh, I'm out with her to the song in a barn on a class field trip in Quebec City in 1987. To this day, the smell of hay intoxicates me a little. She would actually be the first girl I'd ever ask out. Well, actually, I got a friend to ask her out for me while I paced back and forth by the bike rack. Quite pathetic, really. But no, fa- no, no, it's way to man up, Ed. <laughs> wow, you're on fire today, Spearsy. But fast forward 20 years, and, I, and frequently I would get asked by coworkers to use my iPod to provide some background music at work. Well, initially, I would constantly be interrupting my work to ensure that while on shuffle mode, a song didn't start up that wasn't quote-unquote respectable. That's great, because I, ha- we have, I have a work party coming up, and somebody asked me, Sean, would you put together a four-hour party mix? You know, and so uh, I think I'm going to open with the Humpty Dance and just try are, to play that every bastard. fifth song. But that's a great line. But yeah, you don't want anyone. The iPod is a very, uh, you know, it's a sanctuary. You don't want people seeing your dirty iPod secrets. What would say is your dirtiest iPod secret? Uh, Captain Tennille, Love Will Keep Us Together. Really? Janice Ian at 17. Stephanie Hayes is in a band. I'm trying to get her band to cover at 17, but like a punk ironic version. Anyway, let's continue with Ed's letter, shall we, Steve? So one night, I segregated away those more embarrassing guilty pleasures into one folder, which I actually named She's Like the Wind. To this day, one of the worst things my friends can say about any song is, man, that belongs to Ed She's Like the Wind folder. This is a great letter. But no matter what, I'll always have an irrational fondness for the song simply because of those fond remembrances of those 80s memories. Anyways, keep up the great work and happy holidays. Cheers, Ed. P.S. I know you've probably already recorded your next podcast, but the snippet from the Christmas Story podcast was, I believe, from Air Supply, Even the Nights Are Better, another member of the She's Like the Wind folder. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my deep, dark secret, is I have a lot of Air Supply on my uh, iPod. I have no Air Supply on my iPod. You really should go back and revisit it. You know what I have a lot of on my iPod? Manolo. No. Yeah. Really? That's not good either. I can't smile without you. Ugh. It burns. <laughs> Let me just hover a little. Oh, God. And what you do with the hovers, they don't know which way you're going to go. <laughs> you're just hovering and smiling, a sly little grin. Okay, now tell An us. An impish <laughs> grin. What are you going to tell us about the dance of the seven buttons? Uh, I should probably have a couple drinks before I show that off. We'll, uh, we'll save that for another podcast. Anyway, we, uh, we love your emails. Keep sending them in. We'll pick one each week to 
highlight in reader mailbag. The address, as always, is stuck in the 80s at tampabay.com. Or if you want to uh, hear more about Sean's seven button dance, sdaily at sptimes.com. Enjoy. What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, by the sound of the gong, it must be time for Name That 80s Movie. Hey, it's the weekly segment where we play a clip from an 80s movie. And if you know the name of the movie, you can win. Do we have anything in the prize box? I have some. If you've never won anything from us before, I have some magnets left. Some stuck in these magnets. And I'll be happy to give those away. But uh, here is this week's challenge. Listen very carefully. Oh, I'm not a baby. Oh, mommy, make it go away. It hurts. Sean, any guesses? (laughs) I have no guesses. I couldn't queue up a porn movie fast enough. Which Roman- has never been a problem before. Romancing the bones. That's obviously from the Poonies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you think you know the name of the movie, not the porn movie, uh, email us at stuckinies at com, and you could be a... Say it, Steve. Say it. Wiener! <laughs> oh, it feels so good to be back. We're back, baby. Nothing like a sausage hang, you know? Ah, it's the mystical refrain of name that 80s tune. Hey, it's the original contest of Stuck in the 80s. Oh, now we have one of many now. One of two. Do you think we have too many contests? Uh, we only have two. A certain fan. We're not naming names, Peter Kofsky. (laughs) Doesn't like uh, too many segments. Anyway, here's a segment where we play a piece of a song from the 80s. If you can name the artist and the song... Both of them. Everyone tripped up on air supply. Everyone knew it was air supply. Nobody knew it was even the lights. Ed knew it was air supply, didn't he? Ed did. Because it's in his She's Like the Wind folder. Right. As as well as it should be. Can I say how much I love that letter, too? It's a great letter. I should have read it just straight through without my little asides. I know. It's a great letter. It's a great, great letter. Ed, I feel bad for saying man up. That 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 wasn't me talking. That was cheap. That was was really cheap. That was the bottled water. Anyway, listen carefully. Here's this week's challenge. You sly dog. Me likey. Yeah, good one. If you've been listening to the show up to now, which I guess you have, you probably know what that might be. We'll see. That's nice. It's nice you did that for me. I want to give you a big hug. Hover. <laughs> Just I'm with the hover thing. <laughs> that thing's going to be in my mind. <laughs> You're going to have a Goodbye, dream. Right? He's life. hovering. Goodbye, sex life. <laughs> anyway, if you know the name of the song and the artist, email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And you may be a wiener. Oh, God. It's just not any fun without the girls here to, like, look at me disapprovingly (laughs) when I do that. If you're not ready to give up on mullets in Madonna, log on to Stuck in the 80s, just one of the many blogs you'll find at TampaBay.com, the website of the St. Petersburg Times. Relive the music, movies, and culture of the greatest decade ever, only at TampaBay.com. And we're back. From we our, are back from our unnecessary commercial interruption. The one-hit wonders of 1987. We Steve. have two left. Ooh, I'm very excited. Now I want to say right now that uh, we did blog about this earlier this week, and we asked people to submit their favorites. Um, one of the ones we're going to play is one of the ones that was suggested. A lot of other good suggestions. Some people said Bruce Willis should be on the list because he was uh, pretty big in '87. He had his uh, The Return of Bruno album. Came oh, out. Lord. Despicable song. Despicable. Uh, well, you know, Respect Yourself was a cover. I know. I, Staples Singers. I know. I just, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think it any bad. of those are being hits. Yeah. But um, 
We did pick one of your favorites, and we did pick one of our favorites. So without any further ado... Yeah, hit me with one. Here we go. Come on, come on, and pass through the heat. Catch a thief, a honey thief. I'm a thief, a honey thief. Okay. Aha! The honey thief. You knew that one. I did. By... By men. Blah, 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 blah. By who? Who is it? Hipsway. Hipsway. Now, if you had said to me, The Honey Thief by Hipsway, I could not sing anything. Or if I'd said Hipsway by The Honey Thief, you wouldn't have known the difference, would you? No. Yeah. But when I heard it, I'm like, ah, yes. I think I made out to, with Jamie Yeager to that song as well. My good friend. Uh, My good man. When I hear this song, I think... Uh, Cloning experiment gone wrong between In Excess and Duran Duran. God, you're so smart. I love it when you talk music. <laughs> you can only see the contempt dripping out of uh, his eyeballs. That's not right true. Now. I was impressed by that. No, that's what it sounds like to me. But uh, Hipsway were a Scottish pop uh, rock band described as white soul. Sort of a. Uh, who was the uh, American Idol guy that was like uh, white soul? White. Taylor Hicks? Yeah. Sort of like Taylor Hicks, except for not so sucky. <laughs> but uh, they're formed in Glasgow in '84. I'm by, like your Ed McMahon. I just realized that. Um, you're like Johnny Carson. No. I'm like your Ed McMahon. I laugh at all your shitty jokes. <laughs> That's nice. No, I mean I do. I laugh at everything. That's the end of the show, guys. <laughs> no, it's not. I just realized that. Sorry. Nice, continue. Nice being here. Continue with hip sway. I don't know anything about hip sway. That's all I know is that. Uh, Scottish band. Kind of remind me of this band, for for example. Idiot. No more, no more spinning ballet. It's kind of nice, just the, just the two of us. I mean, I like you know, I, I like having chicks in here, obviously. But uh, you know, every once in a while, it's nice. You just, know, we haven't really gotten a lot of emails from people saying, you know, keep them, don't keep them. You liked them, you loved them. You want to date him? What you know? What's the story? Did you like uh, Jill Holcomb? Jill Holcomb. Did you like Stephanie Hayes? And which one do you think would win in a steel cage match? <laughs> I would say uh, hmm. Jill. I'm going to go with Jill. I'm going to give the edge to uh, Stephanie Hayes because she admitted she wears a tankini on the beach, whereas Jill Holcomb would not reveal her uh, preference of swimsuit. Good point. That's all. I'm very shallow. That's all I care about. Tankini even sounds sexy, I much know. like Honey Thief. Sounds like a drink. A tank. It does sound like a drink. I had to look it up afterwards to see what it was. I was like, a tankini? Joke went right over my head. Anyway, we come to the final song of the show, and this is the reader. Uh, this is the one we picked out from among the reader suggestions. Um, without further ado, let's cue it up. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Danny Wilson and his song Mary's Prayer. The reader's pick for uh, one of their favorite one-hit wonders of 1987. Sean Daly, true or false? Danny Wilson, name of a band, name of an individual. 
Name of a band. Correct. Danny Wilson is actually the name of the pop group formed in Dundee, Scotland. And I believe there was a Frank Sinatra flick named meet, Danny Wilson. Meet Danny, meet Wilson. Danny Wilson. In meet fact, Wilson. Uh, the band actually wanted to call themselves Spencer Tracy. Oh, really? And uh, Such puckish, puckish lad. The estate of Spencer Tracy objected, and so they changed their name to Danny Wilson. And they promptly broke up a few years later. That's a very nice, uplifting song. I love to end that the show song. With. You I, do love it. I totally forgot about it. I uh, I wouldn't have guessed it was a one hit wonder at all. It makes me feel all warm and glowy. I can almost picture Sean doing his hover. <laughs> right it doesn't make me want to throw up in my mouth anymore. So uh, let's wrap this show up, and I will teach you a step by step. Hey, very nice. Until then, it's Danny Wilson, Sean Daly, Steve Spears. We're stuck in the eighties. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. To read our blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com slash 80s. Email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. <laughs>